Hi, I'm Natalia Turfa, and this is The Uplift, a weekly devotional podcast for normal people who just need an extra boost. Thanks for listening. Uplifters, our verse this week is from Jeremiah, the seventh chapter, verse 11. You know, I too am watching, says the Lord. Okay, I know Jeremiah isn't talking about Santa here, but this time of year, we can make assumptions about what it means that God is watching, right? You better not shout, you better not cry, you better not pout, I'm telling you why. So does it mean the same thing as Santa knowing when you're good or bad that God is watching? I mean, we threaten kids with Santa all the time. Also, side note, can we all agree to stop doing this? Because earning gifts from Santa based on good behavior easily and quickly translates into a belief that the love of a parent or God is earned. And there are actual studies that show this is true. So this isn't just a personal soapbox of mine, though that is also true for real. Don't get me started on Elf on the Shelf. So does this I am always watching word of God mean our behavior will make God love us more or less? You know, it can feel that way, especially when we've grown up with this idea about our parents or about God. Good behavior gets us good things. Bad behavior gets us bad things. But what if that's the wrong way to read this verse? What if this is not a threat, but a call to do something else? What if this is a reminder, not that God is watching so you better not shout or cry, but that God is watching and that should compel us to a higher standard? Think of it this way. Remember when you were a kid or if you're a parent now and you have a kid, you know, when You knew your parents were watching and you attempted a skill or a sport or some kind of performance and you knew they were watching so you just try a little harder. Not because you're earning their love, but because of their love. Maybe it wasn't a parent. Maybe it was a friend or a loved one or even like a crush you had, right? Watching wasn't a threat. It made you strive to be better. Now, honestly, there is a part of God watching that is a little scary, but it's only scary if you're being a dingbat. In this part of Jeremiah, God says, you are ignoring the widow and the orphan and you are oppressing the alien. You are lying and cheating and killing and then you have the nerve to come in and stand in the temple and think you're safe. You are not safe. I am watching you all the time, not just when you're in the temple. Yeah, it can be so harsh to read this text. But again, harsh when you are the one doing the bad stuff. And let's be real, it should make you feel threatened. We always talk like God watching us is bad, but it's not. It is a reminder to move towards a higher action. 
It's a reminder our actions matter to those around us. It's a call to action on behalf of those with the least amount of power. That's why these verses do kind of feel like a threat if you're one of the people being a jerk, but they feel like solidarity when you are the one being ignored and oppressed. See, if that's you, God is clearly announcing that God is on your side. If that's not you, then there is work to do. If we really believe in the unconditional, unwarranted, unmerited love of God, and we do, then our actions matter to God because of how they affect those around us. When you are a jerk, which definitely happens all the time, no matter who you are, there is abundant grace and love and forgiveness for you. But when you're a jerk, it matters a lot to those to whom you are a jerk. When you hurt people, God loves you, God forgives you, but God will not take your side. And I don't know about you, but being on the same team as God seems like kind of a good idea. In the church, Advent begins this weekend. And while it's tempting to just rush right into Christmas, we have four whole weeks to do something else. To sit in Advent and prepare. So here's what we're going to do, uplifters. I encourage and challenge you to take the next four weeks and move towards a higher standard. Not because God needs it from you or because God won't love you if you don't do it, but because there are people all over the world, all over the country, in our state, in our neighborhoods, that need you to do better. I read a quote this week by Jack Boozer, who said, In this strange season, when we are suspended between realization and expectation, may we be found to be honest about the darkness and more perceptive of the light. When we are honest about the darkness, then the light matters more. It does more. And we see it more. So let's spend this time being honest about the darkness and then going there to bring the light. The Uplift podcast you just heard represents a whole community of uplifters, people who are going through something difficult or have gone through something difficult who needed something more than trite answers and cheesy cliches. This community now includes you. If you know someone who needs to hear something good today, please invite them into this little group of uplifters by passing it along. If you want more information, if you want to sign up for a weekly email or send me a note, check us out online at upliftlife.org. Lastly, a thank you to Nate Bergengren, who I am now bequeathing the title of podcast producer for his work getting these recordings out into the internet by way of magic? I don't actually know how it works. And also for composing the music you hear at the beginning and end of each podcast. He's the best. Mm-hmm.